Yo, what up, street dogs? There, Kim. All right. So the thought: um, What does it mean to be a man? So. You know, obviously this is all just my opinion, so kind of bear with me. So the basic gist is, what does it mean to be a virtuous man, a great man, a man with grandeur, and what are my personal ideals towards, you know, what I consider the apex manliness or masculinity and so forth. So, it's kind of like, in the spirit of Nassim Taleb via Negativa, it's good to talk about what is not manly. So, a lot of this is based on like, you know, my father who I consider the most like, worst, <laughs> worst possible man and, you know, figure in my life. But I'm also grateful to my dad because he taught me what not to become, which is uh, good. So, you know, first and foremost, a man should never hit his wife physically, verbally abuse his wife or girlfriend or partner or whatever have you. So, um, secondly, a man should never be petty, a man should never complain, a man should never cast blame on others. A man must take extreme responsibility for himself, his fate, and also, you know, the, the conditions of others. Because the biggest issue is, um, when a lot of people they, they, they like to just kind of cast blame on judgment on others. You're essentially signifying weakness and meekness and also softness. And so for me, the ideal man is, is hard and strong. Because, like, how do members of society tend to fail? We tend to fail when we start to scapegoat others. I think to scapegoat, is probably one of the worst signs of weakness that exists because when you scapegoat, you're essentially relinquishing control over your own personal life, your own personal actions and stuff like that. And to me, it's much more effective and manly to never blame nobody else. And you know, like also just kind of take it in a good cheer where, you know, obviously bad shit happens, but it's not really, it's not really nobody's fault. I think that's the big thing. Everyone's always looking for somebody to blame, whether it be society, government, whatever. And like, I think the fact and the reality is, reality is cruel. Reality doesn't care about you. And you know, there's no sort of like mystic order of the universe now that exists. So as a consequence, you know, you're kind of thrust into this ruthless world that is devoid of any sort of ultimate meaning, purpose, or direction. And therefore, it's your duty to strive to, you know, become the greatest human being possible. Like, this is where virtue comes from. It's like, essentially the art of greatness, right? Human grandeur, human greatness. And doesn't always it doesn't necessarily mean that it's just guys, you know, girls could be great too. So, you know, whether you're a guy, girl, whatever, and you know, obviously I can't speak for women because I'm not a woman, but I, I can at least speak for, for us men. So, I think the, my, my, my thought and my criticism would be actually in modern society, it's generally frowned on, frowned upon to be aggressive, violent, you know, stuff like that and masculinity is seen as bad 
right? Like you hear all these like buzzwords being tossed around and the big problem is if men are not allowed to be men, then, you know, what is a man to become? A man is to become not man. A man is encouraged to be soft, weak, and meek, and to turn the other cheek. It's typical, like, Christian morality, right? Now, I think, actually, a true man would not let nobody fuck with him, and not let nobody fuck with his, you know, partner, wife, kids, family, friends, and stuff like that. So essentially a real man has a backbone. He's not like a jellyfish. He stands up for what he believes in and will not compromise his morals, his ideas, and his thoughts, whether right or wrong. So, you know, we do live in a time where, you know, I would actually say nowadays, we're actually more intolerant than ever in terms of just free thought and speech. We're in an intolerant society in the sense that, you know, if you went to education in a liberal institution like I did, got my undergrad at UCLA and stuff like that, and you know, lived in Berkeley, blah, blah, and I grew up in the Bay Area too. So essentially, men are actually not really allowed to be quote-quote masculine in the popular sense so men aren't able aren't really it's frowned upon for you know guys to take their top off to flex their muscles or even to have muscles in general and it's better to be like soft meek you know skinny fat it seems like is the, the ideal that everyone's kind of going for but truly the great man is not only physically impressive like you know big muscles, big guns, but also mentally tough where he doesn't blame others for his lack of opportunities or fate. And also just kind of recognizing the, the reality that the world is unfair and will always be unfair and unjust. And that's just the fact of life. And so then comes the question, you know, we live in this unjust society and world. What is we to do about it? then yeah, that's, that's good. It's like, you know, you speak up for yourself, you stand up for yourself, you do what you believe in and stuff like that. And it ain't just enough to just talk about it. It's, uh, it's also to, um, to act upon it is, you know, you have all these morals, ethics, ideas, and thoughts. You need to put some sort of skin in the, the game. So this is where whenever people are just informed about the news, but they don't actually go out and do nothing about it. They don't donate money. They don't you know, have some sort of skin in the game, they don't put themselves at risk, then one's beliefs is actually not real. And so for me, my, I like a truck. Um, so I think nowadays, uh, no one's willing to have any sort of skin in the game. And this is why I don't trust nobody. And this is why I consider, I think the only living philosopher right now actually worth following or listening to is probably Nassim Taleb. Um, he actually does have real skin in the game and he actually does speak his mind so I, I trust him but almost everyone else who's a commentator or like you know a consultant or just like another talking head you cannot give them any credence because they are not exposed to any sort of risk true risk for their own opinions so this is why I, I generally tend to trust the opinion of entrepreneurs and people who are self-employed more so than people who are employed by 
in the institution or who have a nine to five job because like Nassim Taleb says in his uh, Skin in the Bean book, when you've worked too long for a nine to five and at the orders of others, you do end up becoming domesticated. And what is the difference between a master and a slave? Master domus, which means somebody who does the taming of other peoples. And so you don't want to be a domesticated house pet. You don't want to become a domesticated dog. The goal is to become the independent eagle, right? So once again, there are no moral facts. Immanuel Kant, I think is, uh, his, 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 if you understand his philosophy, he has a Scotch Puritan, which means, you know, everything behind his philosophy is about Puritanism, which is like, you know, kind of like in the vibes of like, you know, typical like Christian, you know, utilitarian, you know, kind of like Quaker kind of ideals, which is, you know, about meekness, softness, equality, and so forth. But if we, if we think that none of this really exists and you do have the power to shape your universe, in some ways you, we, we kind of do need injustice and we kind of do need the ability and the control to shape shift and to, to express the, ourselves however we decide to do so. So back on my thoughts on the art of manliness. So, um, so yeah, so essentially my general gist is you have the power and the right and freedom to posit whatever sort of moral, ethical values and beliefs that you personally have on, on being a man. Um, you know, don't let nobody else bully you into thinking otherwise. Even lately, like, um, I think any modern text on masculinity or whatever is kind of, is too soft and meek. I would actually recommend going back to our best friend Homer, reading the Iliad, reading the Odyssey, look at the character of Achilles, Odysseus, Hector, all the gods and so forth and let that be a better guide for how we think and act and behave in as men rather than you know what all these like skinny fat dudes at harvard tell us how we should act and think and behave so right now the problem is our society modern thinking is hijacked by these ivy league or these you know kind of skinny fat intellectuals who kind of like to charm armchair philosophize rather than having any sort of real skin in the game so essentially whenever anyone says anything be extremely suspicious of what other people say I need and I think actually what it is is kind of a knee-jerk reaction is that like if someone says something that just seems like BS to you you know call it out and express your thought express your mind take a long time um, before you make any judgments on anything or anyone um, you're the judge you create the table of values you you deem what is worthy, what is unworthy, you deem who is above you, below you, or equal to you. And if you let other people control your life, I don't think you're a true man. <laughs>